when Amanda, Cameron Diaz, goes to England, she meets Jude Law, who's like, oh, oh my, my God, God. So hard good. all day. <laughs> so good. Like, that's that's the best part of the entire It really movie. is. Like, he's just so... <laughs> I agree. Sorry, wow. Justin. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's true. just amazing. You're listening to Atlas Now Streaming, the podcast where we review your favorite movies, television shows, and documentaries available on streaming platforms. Atlas Now Streaming is produced by Atlas Medstaff with your host, Jamie Zarlingo. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Atlas Now Streaming. My name is Jamie, I'm the host of this podcast. It is December, which means Christmas everything. Um, This time of year, I love to watch a good Christmas movie. And there are so many out there, some for the family, some that are more of like a rom-com style, and some that are kind of a debate on whether or not they're a Christmas movie, like, like Die Hard, for example. But we'll get to that one in a later episode. Today, I want to talk about the romantic comedy Christmas films. There are so many of them out there. So I invited along a few guests today to talk about some of their favorites. I have Becca Jaquis Givens, um, Nina Granger, and Justin Pedig. So thanks for joining me, guys. Thanks. Thanks Thank for having us. So I'm going to let you guys kind of run this thing. Um, Becca, we'll start with you. You were the first to uh, <laughs> to volunteer. Um, so tell me about your favorite or favorites uh, romantic comedy Christmas films. So I think when I emailed you, I said a couple. Um, sorry. <laughs> I think when I emailed you, I said a couple of different ones. Um, so my all-time favorite Christmas movie, and some would argue it's not really a Christmas movie, but... Some would also argue that Die Hard isn't either. So, um, <laughs> is called. It's it's not a typical Becca movie because I'm not a super chick flick movie, and this, I think, definitely is. Um, but it's called While You Were Sleeping. Jamie, you would probably have to help me with the research on when it came out. I think it was, like it was 91. Let me do a quick Google search. Nope, nope, nope. 94. Gosh, because I'm trying to think where I was at the time. 95. So, 95. Okay. So that's actually when I saw it for the first time. Um, and the movie is, it's set in Chicago. And that struck me because at that point in time, I'm going to date myself a little bit, but I was in college going to school in Northwest Indiana, which is very close to Chicago. So we'd go in every weekend um, to the city. So that kind of was cool because the whole thing was set in Chicago around the subway system and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, shows Wrigley Field and, and, and everything. But um, also the actors and actresses that were in it. Um, so it was kind of... I wouldn't say a breakout role, but Sandra Bullock is the mm-hmm. main um, actress in the movie. Um, and Bill Pullman and I think Peter Gallagher is his name in real life. He actually plays, his name's Peter in the movie too. Um, That's always so, fun. I know. <laughs> when you play um, the same name. And then um, Peter Boyle, who was the dad on um, Everybody Loves Raymond. Um Jack Warden, who was the snowman's voice, I believe, in an old Christmas cartoon that we all used to watch. Anyway, it's got a great cast, um, but it's just, it's it's heartfelt, it's silly, it has some sad moments. Um, my favorite, I think, thing about the whole movie is the lines. So many one-liners. And 
we are I have two grown now kids but we are all very much movie and TV show lines and people used to be like wow you watch TV a lot you watch a lot of movies it's not it's just retention so right I'm the same it, way just those lines stick with you and you just say them over and over so um for example <laughs> there's a line in there that it and, and I also love it because it creates this family dynamic that's crazy and we all have some crazy in our families so it's that typical or stereotypical I should say crazy family who's there's got that weird aunt and that you know crazy cousin or whatever Mm -hmm. so they're all at the kitchen table talking (laughs) and it gets very funny and and the conversation just goes everywhere and you're trying to follow it and there's a point in there where she's like these mashed potatoes that's how creamy Mary mashed them and it sounds when you're sitting doing a podcast it's, it's so funny when you're seeing it because then of course every time at home that we have those mm-hmm. one of my kids will inevitably say these mashed potatoes that's how creamy in in whatever accent that is it sounds a little new York. <laughs> but super great movie um if you haven't seen it I would recommend it um basically the premise I don't know if you wanted me to oh, kind yeah. of talk yes, about please that do. But, um so it's a young girl who's close to her parents. Her mom passes away, I think, right after she's born, and her dad raises her, and she's really close to him. Um, and he teaches her all about the wonders of just love and life and embracing the little things. Um, and he passes away, too. So she really doesn't have anybody. And by accident, um, so she she ends up kind of falling in love by sight with this guy who takes the train. She works on the L um, for the for the city. Um, and he takes the train every day, and she sees him, and she looks forward to it. It's the highlight in her day. And he never thinks she's going to meet him. And uh, the day before Christmas, he was mugged and pushed onto the train tracks, and she saves him. Um, a little mistake when she got to the hospital and, and took him. Um, there was some miscommunication, and the movie follows the story of everybody in his family thinks that she's his fiance but she's Um. not um so she kind of fakes it through the whole thing she's really uncomfortable with it she wants to tell the truth but she ends up getting really close to and falling in love with his family because it's the only family she really has now he's in like a coma isn't he he's in a coma yep and when he wakes up he doesn't know her obviously because Mm -hmm. he doesn't know her um so the doctor diagnoses him as having amnesia which works in her favor Mm because she can kind of keep lying a little bit but in the process of this she's trying to prove herself um and there's some challenges because she meets his younger brother and like all twisty kind of romantic comedies um with the twist they end up kind of falling in love but they don't admit it until you know the end of the movie when Mm -hmm. and and it's a funny part when she's in the chapel of the hospital getting married because the guy in the coma wakes up, mm-hmm. falls in love with her just based on who she is and the family that, or the, the fact that her family loves him too. Um, and he asks her to marry him. So she does, or she's getting ready to. And there's a part in the chapel at the hospital where she goes to tell the truth. And she said, in the process of this, this is where I always cry in the movie too. She looks out at the crowd. She goes, I fell in love with you. And the dad goes, you fell in love with me? <laughs> he's like, no, I, yes, no, I, I fell in love with all of you. I went from being nothing to being a sister and a daughter and a sister-in-law and a Aww. cousin. And I haven't had that in a really, really long time. And of course, I always missed up at that part because the music always gets mm-hmm. on, whatever. It's always the music that so, know, pulls yeah, at the heartstrings. It does. I know. <laughs> if, you, if you mute it, you don't cry. <laughs> so um, it's just, it's one of those older movies I think a lot of people forget about. Um, so that one, and I won't talk about it today, but the other one as far as Christmas 
and again, probably could be argued that it's not Christmas, is Sleepless in Seattle. Um, mm-hmm. So two very older, kind of 90s, America's Sweethearts, Meg Ryan and, and Sandra Bullock type of roles, and they play opposite great guy roles for Bill mm-hmm. Pillman and Tom Hanks. So those are my two favorite. I love movies anyway, so I would probably agree with the other people on our panel today. Um, <laughs> but that's that's mine while you were sleeping. I actually um, had not seen that, and I saw it when it was on the list. So I looked it up last night, and it's on Disney Plus, by the way. So <gasps> it, is? it is. So okay. I went on nice. Disney Plus last night and watched it really quick, and it was really cute. So like, good. Super cute 90s rom-com, like not 100% predictable, but like a little bit yeah. that you you know it's going to have a happy There's ending. There's a little and it's just Yeah, it's just a very good, like, feel-good, like, girl finds her family connection mm-hmm. kind of movie it was cute yeah I it is when she's trying to give the guy pull him off the tracks and save his mm-hmm. life she gets down like she's gonna give him cpr and she's like oh please sir please sir and she's waving her hand in his face to bring him back to life and she goes oh please oh god you smell good it's <laughs> <laughs> one of those like that kind of reminds me of um, another Sandra Bullock film, The Proposal, so kind good. of, yeah. where, uh, you know, she has to fake that she's engaged to um, Ryan Reynolds, and then they end up falling in love, and, you know, she didn't really have a family because she also lost her parents. Right. So there's something with Sandra Bullock films and losing her parents and, you know, kind of misunderstood woman trying to find her, her family, her people. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I actually have not seen that one but now that i know that it's on disney plus yeah i have disney plus i just got it a while back gonna have to Justin, give it a watch do you have disney plus yes who loves it guys <laughs> i i love it love it i've watched like four pixar films with my son i mean he doesn't really watch it but i do and lizzie mcguire so i've i've gotten some good use so out those of it are so your far. genres we go back the first one i watched <laughs> on disney plus was um robin hood oh, oh the the, the original yeah, we've yep. watched Avatar four times. It's <laughs> <laughs> a long one. It's yeah. a good one, yeah. though. That's worth your subscription for sure. Absolutely. There's and it's cheap, too. On it's only, what, like six, seven bucks a month? And cheaper than Netflix. Have yeah, it's Verizon, cheap. there's some deal. And yeah. you can, like, bundle it with Hulu and ESPN, I think. Hmm. So, yeah, definitely. I think I talked about this on our last episode. You know, I'm not getting paid to endorse Disney Plus, but you should definitely <laughs> you get should. it. You should. I think it's just a. Especially just if you have an kids. Advocate. Right. Or if you're a kid at heart. Or if you're yes. a kid at heart, of course. Um, Becca, I just really quickly wanted to talk about how, you know, you and your sons, you know, it's something that you guys do together and you quote that together. I think that there's something so special about, especially holiday movies, how they can bring your family together and you have those memories. I have similar experiences with, with movies. Like my sister and I are the same way. Like we just no quotes for movies and we'll say things and our other sister is not quite as keen on it she'll be like what are you talking about and so, <laughs> so I, I love this time of year and I love these kind of movies that you know no matter how long it's been I mean the movie's been out for what like 25 years yeah. oh my gosh and um that you still have those connections with with Chandler and with uh Spencer I think that's awesome thanks that's yeah so sweet. they they are movie buffs too and our rule of Christmas movies has always been, I will say we broke it this year, but we don't watch or listen to Christmas music or watch Christmas movies until Thanksgiving Day. And then all day we graze, we have our dinner, we do our thing, and we put up our treat, and we watch and binge the whole day. And I couldn't wait this year. So I did watch a couple on the side. (laughs) Um, But they still will... I came home the other day, Chandler was home by himself watching the Santa Claus, and he's 20 years old. Oh, the Santa Claus is a good one, too. You know, I saw that there's like an original on Disney Plus called Noel with um oh my gosh oh it's with um Kristen Bell yeah no no um, uh from Pitch Perfect yep and uh Bill Hader 
That oh, one looks so interesting. Um, all right, moving right along. This one is one of my favorites too. We're going to talk about um, the holiday, which is um, when I asked everybody. Yes, yes, we're all we're all gushing over it right now. <laughs> um, um, when I asked everybody what their favorite Christmas movies were, this was Nina's. So take it away. Yeah, I was going to ask you guys. Like, is I like Becca um, for your while you were sleeping? Do you watch that every year? Like every year. Yep. So that's how I am with the holiday. That's like my go-to every year. Have to watch it. Um, it came out when I was in high school, which, so that was 2006. So, Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of just near and dear to me, like during that time is kind of like a, um, it was the first time that I'd heard the term unrequited love, which I thought was like really, that kind of always stuck with me that like, which basically that just means that like when you love somebody and they don't love you back and that the pain of that feeling. And that's kind of part of like basically half of what the holiday is based around. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of the synopsis of the movie is that there's these two women. Um, it's got a great cast, by the mm-hmm. way. So two women that are both kind of like down on their luck and love. Um, and they find a home exchange website. Um, and they decide to switch homes for the holidays. So that's kind of like what the website is about. Um, the two main characters that are women are Cameron Diaz and she plays Amanda. And Amanda is like the successful businesswoman that lives in LA and she's got this big beautiful house and she's in this long-term relationship with this like very attractive man and she finds out has been cheating on her and so they oh, break breaks up. My heart. Yep, and so she's kind of like freaking out because she's just like worked her butt off all year and now her long-term relationship is over and she needs a change. And then the other woman is Iris, who's played by Kate Winslet, and she's the one with the unrequited love. So she um, has a coworker that is actually also her ex-boyfriend. She's had feelings with him for three years, um, and he's he got engaged. So she's just like freaking out too. And they find each other on the website, and they decide to switch homes. And Iris is from Surrey, and Cameron Diaz is from or Amanda is from Los Angeles, so it's like a big culture shock for both of them when they switch. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other kind of like second half of the story is that they both meet people mm-hmm. in the other person's city. So when Amanda Cameron Diaz goes to England, she meets Jude Law, who's like, oh my, my god, god. So good. all day, <laughs> so good, like. That's that's the best part. Of it really movie. is. Like, he's just so. <laughs> I agree. Sorry, wow. Justin. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's true. just amazing. And so um, Cameron Diaz's character Amanda um, meets him, and is he's, he not her brother? It's Iris's brother. Right. Yep. Okay. Yep. So she meets him, and then um, Kate Winslet's character meets Jack Black, who was a good friend. Yeah. I love a good like yeah. serious role for Jack Black. Yeah. Like I love I love his comedy too, of course. But I really love him in this movie. He's so and sweet. It was so unexpected. That, yes. but it was great. I loved it because it wasn't obvious. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. He kind of comes out of nowhere because he is like the best friend of Amanda's ex boyfriend. So he like comes to Amanda's house to pick up um, the ex boyfriend's like belongings, and he mm-hmm. meets Iris, who's staying at the house, and so they kind of hit it off. And he's got a girlfriend, and that kind of plays out through the movie. But I don't want to ruin it for anybody who hasn't seen it because it's like seriously an excellent movie. Oh, spoiler! In- spoiler alert! Like people, go ahead. Okay. Tell what happens. Okay, so basically, um, <laughs> like I'm we still should, gonna watch it again. Yeah, we should yes. know by now. Still gonna watch it. We should yes. know by now if you haven't seen it. Yes. Don't t- listen to the t- podcast. Tune out if you have not <laughs> <laughs> already seen it. But um, so Cameron Diaz's character Amanda falls in love with Jude Law's character. His name is Graham. 
Um, and he's got, she thinks that he, name. yes. And she thinks that he's like a player. Right. Um, Cause he's getting all these calls from these women and she finds out that he's actually a widow and he's mm-hmm. got two children. So um, she kind of hangs around for that. And then Kate Winslet's character, Iris, um, you know, starts to fall in love with Jack Black's character. Um, his name is, oh, what is it? Oh, it's Miles. Um, so she falls in love with Miles, but he's got a girlfriend while he kind of finds out that his girlfriend is cheating on him. It's a lot about cheating in this movie, actually. <laughs> Come on, people. I know. But <laughs> it works out for everybody in the end, and so they, they kind of extend their trips, and they spend New Year's all together in England, and it's just like a super good, like, feel-good, cute movie and then there's also an old guy yep. in there that like <laughs> is like isn't he the neighbor the neighbor or something yeah <laughs> that's like a little like side story oh in gosh. the movie that is just like such like pulls at your heartstrings he's just, like this little old man who's like an old movie producer and mm-hmm. like Kate Winslet like her character helps him learn to walk be- like learn to walk better basically because he's going to have this big like um ceremony thing that's supposed to honor mm. him and yeah, that was just, like, a super cute little, like, side thing in the movie mm-hmm. that I loved. But um, the movie has, like, the best soundtrack ever. Mm-hmm. So, like, Jack Imogen Black's, Heap. Yes. Right? Jack Remember Black's them? character is a guy who writes soundtracks to movies. So, like, it kind of is perfect for this movie that all of the music in the movie perfect. is just, like, excellent. Um, that's one of my favorite parts of it. The cast is great. The storyline's great. Um, it's funny. It's like feel good. I don't know. I'm just like obsessed with it. Watch it every is year. great. So I love good. it too. And yeah, for me, and I'll talk about it in another episode, but for me, the movie I always have to watch is How the Grinch Stole Christmas, mm. the 2000 uh, Jim Carrey version. Because mm-hmm. yep. that one's my favorite. I mean, the original, of course, is great too, but I just love Jim Carrey's Grinch. It's so funny, so quotable, but I'm. Um, so quotable. But the same, you know, there's, there's those movies every, you know, Christmas time like you have to watch or it doesn't feel like Christmas if you don't you know and the holiday is uh, it's just so good I love a good rom-com as it is like I mean I'm I'm very girly at times and that is probably one of the biggest parts of my girliness is is my love for romantic comedies but you know there's so much stigma around them that they're Mm -hmm. like you know oh just you know everyone ends up happily ever after and they're they're vapid or they're not they don't have any substance I would I would definitely disagree with, with this holiday, movie. I would too. It's so sweet and feel good and it just it just pulls at your heartstrings. Do you and remember when I love a good movie that just makes you feel good at the end. It, and it does. There's some deep parts in that. I, the mm-hmm. Yeah, with him being a widow too and when they're all in the bl- in the um I think they make it out of blankets oh, with a little yeah. fort and it's got like mm-hmm. lights and the kids are laying in there and they're remembering their mom who had passed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Cameron Diaz and Jude Law are kind of laying the opposite direction just looking up at the lights. And and I think it was her first realization that she could potentially love and bond with these daughters that aren't her own, mm-hmm. you know, by loving their dad. I, I don't know. That part gets me every time. It's mm-hmm. really, yeah. really good. Oh, another thing that I love about this movie, too, is that Cameron Diaz, like, her um, character is very um, uptight, and she's, like, known for not being able to cry. So, like, mm-hmm. her ex-boyfriend, like, gives her a bunch of crap about her not being able to, like, cry even when they're breaking up, and, like, eventually she does, like, cry in the movie, which is sweet. Isn't it when she's, like, driving away? Yeah. And she, then she's like, but wait, no, and, like, turns yeah. around. She turns and, around yep. and Jude Law, which yep. I love, too, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. right. Um, yes, which is totally me, too. Like, I'm not a crier, but, man, mm-hmm. little things like that, I'm like, yep. I would cry, too. Is this movie available on any streaming platforms right now? Do you know? Yes. 
Let's let's do a quick Google search. Um, I was watching it last night. As always, if it's not available on like your typical streaming platform, if you have iTunes, you can always rent it from there. Oh, I I was watching it on um, it's on Freeform, which is connected to like your cable oh, provider. Okay. So I just connected it with my like Cox cable provider and watched it on that app. You can rent it. it on Amazon Prime too for three dollars. Yes. So yeah. right, totally worth it. Totally worth, worth it. it. So All right, Justin, you have a a new movie, a Netflix yes. original, right? That you want to talk yes. about? So, I am not a romantic comedy person. I have not seen either of the last two movies. It's okay. And uh, but this one, so I have a nurse that I've been working with for a long time, and she's one of my favorites. And she was so she actually met and married her husband in Africa. And she travels there all the time and she just has this love for Africa and everything and it's something that I follow her on Facebook and and, uh, she she talks about a lot of stuff and I think it's really cool. So I saw that she was talking about this movie and wanting to get a bunch of her friends to watch it and so. And what is this movie by the way? It's called Holiday in the Wild. Okay. So Hmm. it's it's this year, it came out on Netflix, you can stream it on Netflix. Um, So I decided to watch a romantic comedy that I normally, you know, wouldn't watch, but it was actually pretty good. So, you know, it's it's this woman, um, it's you know, her and her husband have one kid. They're obviously they live in New York City. They have obviously have lots of money. Husband's very busy. Um, you know, she's at home taking care of everything else, and the son goes off to college. She plans this huge African safari trip with her and her husband. Well, the second the kid's out of the door. The husband turns to her and says, hey, I'm actually not happy. I want a divorce. Oh, my gosh. So, yes, right? Not cool at all. Um, So she decides to do the Africa trip on her own. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Right? So So then she's in Africa. She's hanging out at this restaurant. And she has this huge plate of food for two. And here comes. And this is... um, this is from uh, Sex and the Kristen City. Kristen Davis. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So here comes Rob Lowe, comes sit at her table, and he's just <gasps> this, you know, he's just this kind of rough, you know, guy who's just at the bar drinking by himself. He sits down, he says, hey, are you going to eat that? Eats her plate of food, asks her a bunch of questions, whatever, <laughs> talks to her. So the next day, she's getting ready to go on her African safari, and he's the pilot. So here she's like, <laughs> what? You know, here's this annoying, obviously this guy's American, right? But, but um, she's like, oh my God, here's this loud, you know, loud guy that, that just was annoying me the night before. So anyway, he takes her flying and as they're flying and there's this, in, in this beautiful scenery, like all these shots that you can see of Africa, it's just a beautiful country. Do you know if they actually shot in Africa? I would just assume so. I hope okay. so. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. Because I, I would hope so. Yeah. That'd be so much better mm-hmm. so all of a sudden he's like whoa i gotta stop drops you know parks the plane in the middle of the desert or middle of the african safari whatever gets out and goes and helps an elephant that's dying oh, that had oh been, my goodness so, so like and so i'm watching the samara that's kind of cool so she used to be a vet so it's all so like part of this movie is about her finding her love for animals again where she had been wrapped up for so long with being this housewife in this ritzy new york type thing and it's about her finding herself and finding her love for animals and i mean like Elephants are one of my favorite animals mm-hmm. anyway. So, Me too. So it turns out, so instead of doing her African safari, she ends up going back, helping this elephant, and going back with um, 
like the people that live on this big African, um, uh, what do you call it for for animals? Like the safe place. What is that? Uh, like, a a, haven. like a Not refuge. A haven like a refuge. Yeah. So she ends up staying there. Well, it turns out Rob Lowe lives there, and that's what he does. He lives there and works on this thing. So this that's what the movie's about, and it's about the two of them pretty much fighting the whole time. And then as with <laughs> any romantic comedy, eventually right. they they have some kind of feelings for each other. And what makes it a Christmas movie is that they actually, you know, she stays there. She decides her two-week trip turns into three, four, five-month trip. And she brings her son out, and he does Christmas there, and they do it as a big family. Um, there's another girl there that... that Uh-oh. Yeah. Conflict. So, so she thinks he's with this girl. This girl wants to be with Rob Lowe, right? Who mm-hmm. doesn't? I can tell by your reactions <laughs> earlier. It's true. He says, hey, there's not going to be anything between us with this other girl, this this African um, lady who's who, and it turns out she funds the whole, oh, the whole thing. So she cuts funding. <gasps> no, oh, no. And yeah, so this Kristen goes back to New York City, hits up all her rich friends, gets them all to donate all the money, <gasps> flies back. They fall in love. Oh my god! And she stays and lives on the on the safari with oh. them. When, oh my and, gosh works in this uh, I elephant this I know I, I want to watch it now it's actually pretty good yeah, am I, I the only one it. that's seen it I saw I think it. so oh did I you just you did it, it was on guys. the list I, I watched all the movies that were on the list look at you like, doing your homework I know <laughs> hey spoiler I really... alert I just spoiled it sorry guys. no 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 listeners should know by now it's a good show spoilers always awesome it's what Netflix Netflix okay and just got released a couple weeks ago I think and it's shot in Zambia Oh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Cool. Very yeah, cool. It's really so, yeah. cute. It's really cute. Like, well, the reason that um, Kristen Davis's character stays originally is because she like falls in love with the elephant, like the baby elephant that they save together. Mm-hmm. So, like, originally she extends her trip because she like doesn't want to part with them. She like they form this little bond, and like their plan for the elephants is that while they're like recuperating them they're like recouping them to get them back out into the wild eventually so mm-hmm. like once they get to a certain age or whatever then they kind of re-release them and so she wants to stay and then she ends up falling in love with mm-hmm. Rob Lowe's character which is just really cute mm. yeah gonna have to watch That's that good. one I know it's on my list yeah all right guys well that is um just brief synopsis synopsis synopsi of our uh-huh. favorite um, romantic films before we get into a little bit more on why we why we like these movies um, let's talk a little bit about what else we are watching so uh, what are you guys watching what else do you got any I'm new watching shows Ray Donovan oh on what started on Amazon Prime and it's now on a seven-day Showtime Prime mm. preview. Okay. So, and then I'm pretty much probably going to own Showtime until I finish this. <laughs> I, I didn't realize there was like six seasons of it. I thought it really? was, I'd never heard of it before. I think it started like a while back, but it's a it's a good show. It's about a guy in Hollywood who who fixes things like. Oh, you when, were telling me about yeah this. when uh, when. When you're when you're high profile actors and in sports and and entertainment people get in trouble or, you know, accidentally you know have have issues like he goes and fixes them behind the scenes and it's just about their old family drama and it's it's just it's really good like they really it really ties you 
it really gets you hooked. And I'll end up, I usually watch, you know, at least two to three episodes at a time and they're probably 45 minutes each. So, you know what? I love Showtime. There are some great shows that came from Showtime. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. uh, well, I'm shameless and I'm pretty sure Trailer Park Boys started out on Showtime. Am I wrong? Wow, did it? Because see, I always thought that was a Netflix thing. It, it no. went. It went to Netflix. Okay, so it, I don't think it didn't start Showtime. It was a okay. Canadian show. Yes, a long time. Yes. But then did it go to Showtime? I don't think I, it ever did. I maybe think I'm making the very that up. First time it was out, or anybody saw anything of it, was when it was uh, the the Trailer Park Boys movie was on Netflix oh, okay. a long time ago. Okay, and before that, I don't think anybody'd seen gotcha. them before. Okay, but and then you, they got kind of big. They that's did. A good, that's a funny they did. That's show. a funny one. They do um, like live shows, or at least they did for really? a while. Um, and I, there, I think there was one on Netflix. I also loved, and it used to be on Netflix, and now it's not. I don't know how else I'm going to be able to watch it. But did anyone ever watch United States of Terra? No. Oh, so good. Tony Collette, one of my favorite actresses in the world. She is a mom of two. Brie Larson's in it as well. Um, and oh my gosh, I can't think of the actor's name, but he was in um, My Big Fat Greek Wedding. John, the the boyfriend, the dad, husband. The main yeah. Guy. Um. Uh. She has um multiple personality disorder, and so she has these different personalities that come out. And she does such a great job. It's amazing. It used to be on Netflix. It's not anymore. But that was a Showtime show. So that's why oh, I brought that you up. You know what was another, another Showtime show was Dexter. Did you watch yes. Dexter? Dexter. Yeah. Dexter was great. Dexter was good. That was one of my like all-time favorite. Did you watch it, Becca? I didn't. What did you guys think of I the knew, ending? I know um, there was the a lot of... The ending was terrible. Ending was bad. But I didn't watch the last season. Yeah, don't, don't bother. Wait, yeah, I did. <laughs> Yeah, maybe it didn't. it's got I a really know. disappointing ending, though. It's like sort of open, so they could like maybe could bring it back. Maybe, maybe. yeah. Hmm. Becca, was that a show you wanted to watch but just haven't yet? Dexter, yeah. Um, no, I I was intrigued by it, but I don't. Is it about? Uh, I'm forgive my vague description, but a bad guy who like gets other bad guys. So he is a, like a forensic uh, analyst. analyst who murders bad people okay like serial killers yeah like other ser- serial killers people who do bad things he's like taking his knowledge that he's learned like so, as a as a forensic person to like, co- like um, know how to cover yeah know how to cover it up like he always has all these like tarps down okay. to sort of like it's prevent clean. splatter it's and gory. everything it's See, very that's, gory and that's yeah. probably what I, I remember seeing like covers of it and like kind of maybe seeing some previews or something for it mm-hmm. and like thinking even the covers like there's very bloody and yeah. so mm-hmm. I remember thinking gosh I, that looks like kind of a good show but maybe it's too gory I'm, I and Jamie and I have talked about this I don't do horror movies at all if they're too gory too bloody too scary too much <laughs> something yeah. I just I can't it's definitely not scary but it, it, it can be intense a little suspenseful but yeah mm-hmm. the it is pretty gory especially um I think it's season three when his wife oh yeah yeah it can get kind of bad yeah. no her head does not get cut off <laughs> <laughs> she made a motion like I made a motion like she got no she gets killed oh but yeah okay I hate to spoil it yeah but that I'm, and stuff like that like depending on the way that I die yeah I kind of can't oh it's yeah it's one of those shows though that you you can like definitely see it coming so you can close your eyes oh I'm I do kind that. of like I do that, that I'm like so yeah, it's not like jump scare type stuff yeah, yeah. it's no. just gore okay yeah, yeah. It's not bad. It's yeah. really good. Like the um, the premise of the show is really good. What's mm-hmm. it on now? Netflix. Netflix. Is it on yeah. Netflix? I think it's eight mm-hmm. seasons long. Oh, yeah. So it's, it's a bit of yeah. it's a bit of an investment. But okay. I watched it a few years ago. 
That's really good. You know, a a really good, a funny show that's like, this is like my watch before I go to bed show because I'm not worried if I miss any of it, but it's Veep. You guys ever oh, watch Veep? I've always I've wanted, wanted to. Watch it. Oh my god! It's is so... that Julie Louis Dreyfus? Yes. yes. It's yeah. so funny because she is she's hilarious, and just her surrounding people. It's just like they're all so incompetent, and you just you got to think <laughs> that that's how our government is run. Like mm-hmm. like I had heard that this is like the the closest to actual government that they're actually <laughs> doing. It's like, like it's so true how like so much of the stuff that they do is just for what the public can see and it's 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 just you know you know blackmailing each other and getting Mm -hmm. each other to do stuff for each other and it's just it's a good show and it's just one of those ones that just it's it's not too serious right uh, even though some of the issues are serious but it's it's good it's one i definitely recommend hbo hbo yeah hbo go i remember that was coming out if you have amazon prime you have hbo oh okay Mm -hmm. yeah that one was coming out around the same time that house of cards was coming out so. Yeah, well, I borrow somebody's account, but I do have access to HBO. Amazon Prime, like shopping. I mean, I have Amazon Prime. Yeah, so if you yeah. have Amazon Prime, then you have Amazon Prime Video, so which therefore you also have HBO. HBO. There's so many right, streaming services. It's so confusing. It is. We, I've, we, I've talked about doing an episode where we just talk just about streaming services. just all the yeah, streaming services out there. And I don't even know I don't understand what I have them. does or whatever. Um, I'm we're watching or I'm watching a couple things right now which are kind of on opposite ends of the spectrum. Um, so I'm watching and I think I posted on Facebook about this because Justin you commented, but it's called The Morning Show. Oh, yes. I started. Spence yes. told me about it. And Sp- Ooh, yep, so yeah, so Spence and me got into it, and I remember seeing the preview for it. But it's Apple TV, which he has, and so we just it's just on the main TV in the in the living room. Um, and it was doing, I feel like you have to ask Spencer for sure, but I feel like it was doing like two episodes a week and then it caught up yes. and now it's just once mm-hmm. every Friday, so every Friday night. And I even said for the Christmas party, I was like, are we going to like DVR this? It's so good. It's so good. It's a great cast. Yeah, it's Steve kind Carell, of Jennifer Aniston. Imitating mm-hmm. our history because, yes. so I, I hopefully won't get criticized for this, but I was at the time and had have been forever um a huge huge matt lauer fan i Mm -hmm. loved matt lauer i thought that he was the best at delivering the news i am i thought at the time he was super honest Mm -hmm. um i think that he did a lot of really good coverage he was professional um i loved his rapport with the other people and now of course hindsight's 2020 and i'm wondering what that actually was like Mm -hmm. but um and i remember 2017 November 29th was my birthday November 29th and my mother-in-law texted me and said I told you that Matt Lauer was crooked and I was like what and I turned on the news and sure enough he had just gotten fired and I was so upset and you know just whatever but of course I supported the the women that you know accused him of course Um, and then worse things have come out since then but that show started filming and was in production phase before that or really at, yeah, before that even happened oh my god i didn't know Ooh. that so what is so cool life imitating art yes, imitating life is one of the actors on the morning show um he plays the the main producer mm-hmm. um and he does a lot of one-off interviews in real life and so forth and he did one talking about how they actually rewrote and they asked we'll have to look up who is the production company of that um, oh, oh, um, it, it's not Google. Is it Apple? It, yeah, obviously it is Apple, but it's somebody else that was like a huge 
production member as far as financially in that show and mm-hmm. they, they gave them clearance to go back and rewrite which was going to cost a crap ton of money um because of what they had just found out so then they started thinking this show could definitely be encircling the me too movement and the time's up movement mm. um and so they kind of rallied and went a- that direction mm-hmm. um yes jamie you're absolutely right jennifer aniston reese witherspoons who have acted together before mm-hmm. and have always want they've stayed friends and they've always wanted to produce together which they are on the show which is amazing um it's got uh, Martin Short does a cameo in it. Kelly Clarkson nice. does a, a oh, piece nice. in it. Um, Steve Carell's a big character. Steve Carell's too. in it. Yep, and he kind of comes in and out. He p- plays the the accused. Um, but if you watch Ooh, morning television at all, excuse me, morning television at all, um, I'm a huge Today Show every morning, um, and and I know there's other ones out there, but it is so much like. And they interviewed mm-hmm. Good Morning America interviewed. Um, Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon and said how close it is as far as what goes on behind the scenes and the crazy, you know, right before they're like three, two, one, you're on camera. I mean, everything up until that moment is so mirrored in that show. And I think it's a very serious show. There's lots of twists where you think you're going to trust somebody. And then all of a sudden you're like, what? Why'd they do that? So it's, it just pulls you in. Um, I would absolutely hundred percent recommend it. And then the other show, and I won't talk about that one a lot is, um, I don't know why I got into it because I'm not a comic, comic person at all. Um, but I, I love Gotham. Gotham, really? yes. Yeah. It's it's actually and it can get dark. There are some parts on there that um, uh, I, I I will pass or I'll shut it off and come back to it or whatever. Just uh, some things that get too dark. I just don't like them. Um, but it's the story of the characters that are in the Batman series. Um, mm-hmm. uh, like kind of like their younger. origin. So yep, how they became the character that they are. And we're still in, I mean, even in the current season, they still have not embraced who they fully are yet. Um, and so you can kind of see it play out and you find yourself guessing, oh, I bet that's Harley Quinn. Oh, I mm-hmm. bet that's the Joker or whatever. So mm. it's it's really good. So I remember watching like the first few episodes when it came out and it just didn't quite capture me. Um, have thought about watching it again, but the the kid he's in Shameless. Yeah, he plays the Joker. Yeah, he is so good. So good. He just has like this face, and just this like oh my god, he's amazing. He's I am so scary, and it's so funny to see him in it because mm-hmm. it's a different role from Shameless. Mm-hmm. But it is serious. It is dark. It is like psycho, like the Joker should be, mm-hmm. laughing at pain. I mean, and some of it, I mean, it can be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like I said, it, it is is. Dark. And he starts off as like a like a police officer, doesn't he? Um, he starts off as or like a security he's, he's a twin. Oh, yep, okay. he's a twin, and um, his brother. I mean, obviously it's fake, but his brother <laughs> dies, and somehow beyond the grave, he goes and does something as far as genetically with his brain, um, and then. And it's it's one of those things like he he just doesn't die. I mean, there have been several episodes that we've seen where I'm like, yes, finally he's dead. But of course he's not because the show can't go on without right. that main character. Right. So um, they do they have the Mad Hatter, which I don't know I've ever been familiar with that character in comics before. Um, he's a pretty pretty scary guy. Penguin is great. Mm-hmm. The Riddler is probably the best actor in the entire show. Really, you have to look just watch a couple with him. Um, Jada Pinkett is in it. <gasps> Um, really? B.D. Wong is in it, um, if you guys know who that is. Uh, he 
played the psychiatrist in Law and Order SVU for a okay. really long time. He does the speaking voice of the guy, the main character in Mulan. I know you guys have oh, seen who that is. Oh, yep. I know who that is. Um, so he's in that. There's And they have a lot of really good actor cameos that, that come in as well. Um, so I would say it's it, it it's definitely at least worth a watch on a couple mm-hmm. episodes and see how you feel. And then if it doesn't pull you in, no harm, no foul. Okay. Nina, what else are you watching besides um, morning show? Yeah, I watch, I'm watching the morning show. Um, I just finished season three of The Crown. Okay. Which was excellent. Um, Heard great things about that show. Yeah. There are so many shows that are just like I have on my list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I do too. I to literally yet. have like a running list in my phone of like. Who's the whatever. main actress in The Crown? Um, so it's Olivia Coleman this season. So the first two seasons, um, it was a different actress. So oh, okay. Olivia Coleman was in The Favorite, right? Yeah. Oh, she is amazing. I so love they're, her. They're kind of doing um, like segments of Queen Elizabeth's life. So the first two seasons were like younger her, like at the beginning of her reign. Um, and then like when she becomes a young mother and then this is like, um, this season was more of like the seventies, I think. So like, um, her kids are older, um, kind of finding their way through life and, um, all the events that happened during that like time period of her, um, of her reign as queen. Mm -hmm. So, um, it definitely sets up for season four to be pretty good, I think. And then I think they're going to do another, another season with Olivia Coleman as the queen and then it'll be somebody older for like oh, cool. the fifth season i would totally watch that show i love mm-hmm. the british monarchy yeah what do they think of it um from when i had read after season two there was a pretty big lull between season two and season three um and i had read that like none of them wanted anything to do with it like really? they didn't want to watch it or <laughs> anything but it does it does like delve a lot into their private lives like in this in the third season um charles is it's like the very beginning of like when he meets Camilla mm. and like before he meets Diane and like all of these things. So or Diana. Um, so like and how that kind of causes drama in the family and mm. the, sure. Yeah, a lot of and then everything um with Queen Elizabeth's sister, um, all the things that happen with her. She has like kind of a suicide attempt um in her younger years so it goes into that like a lot of crazy things have happened during queen elizabeth's monarchy and like Mm -hmm. obviously like i wasn't around for any of that so i don't remember it happening but um it would be easy to forget a lot of that stuff so yeah is the um interesting i don't remember i don't know how many years that show's been out and i haven't seen it but i definitely want to um is the oldest son who plays peter on narnia in that shows in that show hmm. I didn't do a see quick imdb narnia. search we should probably we i feel probably like i've seen that a preview out. and saw him in there but there might be another british show that i'm thinking of that deals with the monarchy too i feel like there's another show like that speaking of, of families that are portrayed on television did either of you guys ever watch the people versus oj simpson yes oh my god so good so david schwimmer plays oh, um he was in that. robert kardashian yeah, mm-hmm. right, that right. That yes. was the dad's name, and there's a couple of scenes where they have the kids. Very few, but there. I remember there being this one scene where um, he talks about, you know, we are not obsessed with fame, and we're not like just kind of like very obviously like holding a mirror up to the Kardashians, like look what you became. And I just remember they were very, they were not very happy about how they were portrayed. They were just kind of portrayed as, you know, watching their dad on the news and mm-hmm. um, just these, like, vapid, dumb kids is kind of how they were portrayed. And I remember they weren't 
very happy about that. Well, that kind of reminds me too that like so in one of the episodes of The Crown, which apparently this did happen in real life, um, but I don't remember it. Um, Prince Philip decided that he thought it would be good, like um, like a good way for them to change the public perception of the monarch, like of the mm-hmm. of the royal family, to do a. Um, what do you call that? Like a reality show kind of. So okay. like basically they had hired people to follow them around in the palace and follow them around on holidays and like take video of what they were doing. And then they sent it out and broadcast it. And it was one of like the biggest um, like widely watched shows on the, B- on the BBC. But it had like a very negative effect because everybody oh. was like, wow, you're just showing off like you, you want to try to be relatable to like the citizens of your country, but you have all this money and you go all these places and you have these beautiful castles and palaces and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so it really actually had a really negative effect and they had to pull it from the air. And mm. I don't know that like Americans really have seen it. So I was like, I'm going to have to try to find that. Like, yeah. <laughs> how fascinating. But it like it was like very poorly received. Mm. So I can believe that because I feel like the, the royal family is put on this huge pedestal mm-hmm. and to try to say like, we're just like you. Yeah. You're really not. <laughs> well, that's like exactly like the Kardashians. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they want to have this reality show about where you watch them go on vacations to all of their freaking private islands and things. And mm-hmm. it's like, okay, like... Uh, they're nothing like me. I have never no. in my life <laughs> no. watched. I, there are a, a few shows I've never seen in my life. I've never seen any of the Kardashians. I've never seen any of the Bachelors or Bachelorettes. And I've never seen Dancing Mm-mm. with the Stars. No. Mm-hmm. Just because Dancing with the Stars, I mean, I'm sure they're great dancers. I just don't have any interest in watching it. Yeah. Um, those other ones, oh, I don't think you pay me enough to watch <laughs> those other three. Like The Bachelor mm-hmm. and Bachelorette. It's... And people love them. And that's, you know, that's mm-hmm. everybody to their own. Um, Kardashians, if I hear Kim talk again on anything, I will, it's like nails on a chalkboard. <laughs> I can't deal. Yeah. Um, I did look up while you guys were chatting. Um, that guy from Narnia is not on. He's not. What's on your show? What's your show called again? The Crown. He's on this show called The Royals. Oh. oh. Hmm. Okay. Which is went from 2015 to 2018. And I, I knew there was, oh, look, that's Elizabeth Hurley. She's on it too, I guess. Love um, her. So She's great. that was a different one. She's Sorry so about that. She is. It's ridiculous. Oh, the other show that I just finished was Working Moms. Mm, hilarious. Watch Super, and, that, I, yeah. and I'm not mom, so it was just kind of funny for me to like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess um, there's so many different paths of like motherhood and like, you. I guess I just don't know what what kind of path it's going to be mm-hmm. for me. Yeah, I think I started watching that show. when I was still pregnant and I was like, oh no. I mean, I think it's going to have another It's a little exaggerated season. for sure, but yeah. they, I did like it. I didn't get through a whole season. Um, I watched maybe the first four but I mean, like when she was running with her baby in the stroller and the bear, <laughs> and you, your mom reaction just kind of, you just freak out, and she mm-hmm. just stopped and screamed. Oh yeah, bear. and that the ba- I mean, because as my heart went pitter patter too, because I'm like, she's got this little baby. She's in the middle of the woods. There's this freaking huge grizzly bear just mm-hmm. standing up, yeah. and she screams at it in defense of her baby. <laughs> And it runs away. <laughs> and I remember thinking, oh, my word, what would I do? I would probably right. just. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even know. That show has a good way of, um, like, addressing postpartum. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I thought I really liked it for that aspect is that, like, you know, some of the moms are, like, really great naturally and then some are not. Yep. So it oh, makes yeah. me feel a little bit better about, like, the pressures of, like, eventually becoming a mom and and that there's just like all kinds of there moms are. out there. Their oh, little yeah. mom circle yep. group is yep. so funny. They're all different. It's hilarious They're show. Quirky. I love it. It really is. Yeah. And the person that recommended it to me is also not a mom. So <laughs> it's not really funny. It's not like 
just for moms. Yeah, anyone can find, you know, something that they like. Yeah. Um, I really haven't been watching a whole lot. I feel like the only thing I have been watching is, of course, always watching The Office and um, Lizzie McGuire since I got (laughs) Disney Plus. And you know what? That show is so... This the acting is so bad and mm-hmm. it's so cheesy, but it's so like there is an episode, and especially when you become a parent too, like you think about those things differently. There's an episode where Lizzie, her dad, is starting to feel like, oh, you know, like my kids don't want to spend time with me anymore. Um, I'm gonna ask Lizzie to go out to dinner and just you know father daughter time, and she's kind of like, oh, why is my dad being all weird? And she agrees to go to dinner, but then. Uh, figures out it was the same day she was planning on going bowling with Ethan Kraft and their friends and everything. And so she's like, Dad, I, I hope you understand. Like, can I go do this instead? We can have dinner anytime. And he's just, you know, kind of brushes it off like, oh, yeah, sure, that's fine. But then, you know, her mom is like, hey, you know, like, your dad really wanted to spend some time with you. And and so they make a compromise. He comes bowling with them and they have dinner there. And he has this line where he's like, you know, I just miss hanging out with you. And, you know, and she's like, I'm really glad you're here. And it's touched my heart just like oh I mean my baby isn't old enough to you know Mm -hmm. not want to spend time with me but you know they grow up fast yep someday they won't want to spend time I'm excited for the Liz McGuire reboot me too I don't know what's like I have no idea yeah what to expect or like I love listening to you guys talk about it too because I we had a Friendsgiving the week before Thanksgiving or two maybe two weeks Mm -hmm. um and my girlfriends that we we all did a, a thing with our spouses and kids um, they're quite a bit younger than me and getting to the point where I'm sometimes the older one in the crowd. And that's okay. Um, <laughs> and it's cool. so funny because, thanks, they uh, <laughs> were talking about, we were all talking about Disney Plus and what shows we like on there. And I was mentioning earlier, going back nostalgically, watching, you know, The Fox and the Hound and mm-hmm. um, Robin Hood and Little Mermaid, all the, all the ones that I, even Dalmatians, um, that we grew up on. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about Lizzie McGuire. And I remember <laughs> when that show came up. Oh, I mean, I remember it being on, but I was that much older than their group yeah. and you guys too. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of them are you guys' age um, that they were all like, oh my gosh, you guys, Lizzie McGuire. And they were talking about some other shows that were kind of along the same Probably lines. Like even Steven. Time frame. And- <laughs> yeah. Is that, is that with Shia LaBeouf? Yes. yes. Okay. Oh, the Disney Channel was amazing. Yeah. So they, I remember Great them shows. watching those or not them, but I remember when those came out. And again, I was that much older that I was like, mm, I'm not really interested. Right. So to hear them talk about, which same with you guys, to hear you talk about how much you loved it. And I missed that phase because I was a little older, but I go back to those other ones. But then my kids still are like, I loved Phineas and Ferb and mm-hmm. I loved Wizards of Waverly Place and mm-hmm. Sunny with a Chance. Was that? Maybe. That was, yeah, that was, that was Disney. Disney. Okay. That was Demi Lovato. Okay. So yeah, mm-hmm. they, they grew up on all of those same ones and mm-hmm. it's, um, living it through them. Well, mm-hmm. that was like just past my like time, I think, watching yeah. those ones. So, like, I, my sister really liked all those and she's four years younger than me. So. Okay, that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. That um, was like, like, yeah, I was like the tail end for me when I started mm-hmm. kind of watching other stuff, but I remember it being mm-hmm. on. Yes. Um, but yeah, that is what else we're watching. All right, we are back to our review of romantic comedy Christmas movies. Um, don't know if you noticed, but um, but Justin, being one of our you know recruiters, had to step out. Um, but Becca and Nina are still here. Um, 
Having girl talk. Yes, having girl talk. Um, so romantic comedy Christmas movies, just to kind of summarize. Um, like I said, I love romantic comedies anyway. And um, I just, I love a good feel-good movie, a movie that makes you, uh, you know, just feel kind of hopeful about things that everything's going to work out and, you know, the the girl finding the guy and, you know, it all working out in the end. There's something great about that, but especially like Christmas romantic comedies because Christmas time is already just this, everyone's just so happy. I mean, sometimes, you know, when you go to like a very busy department store or the grocery store, like, you know, everyone's rushing around and it's hard for you to stop and, you know, think about, you know, what, what's really important and what, you know, the time really means. But with these Christmas movies, they always just kind of bring out that, you know, the, the, the feel good and, you know, what's really important to you and, you know, love and family and friendship. And that's why there's so many of these movies out there. And especially on like Netflix and now Disney Plus, they make all these original romantic Christmas films. Like there's, um, I think it's like the, oh gosh, it's... um what is her name Vanessa Hudgens was in one it was like the the princess swap I think that was like also Christmas time maybe um and then Noel like we were talking about with um with uh, I already forgot Anna Kendrick Anna Kendrick and um Bill Hader there uh there was one that came out last year I think it was just called oh gosh Christmas Chronicles did you guys see that one Mm -mm. yes actually was it last year yes is it kind of like super sappy Yes, yep, Sib- I siblings totally Kate it. and Teddy Pierce hatch a scheme to capture Santa Claus on Christmas Eve. When the plan goes awry, the kids join forces with a somewhat jolly Saint Nick and his loyal elves to save the holiday before it's too late. Yeah, that one was that so cute. Who is that actress then? Um, who plays like Mrs. Claus? Uh, or their mom. Their maybe. mom. Hold on. Let me just look it up on IMDb real quick. Kurt Russell is his name. Oh, um, he's yes. He's Santa Claus. The mom oh is... Oh my gosh, it's all coming back. I knew mm-hmm. I watched it, but it's all coming back. That was very good. The mom is Kimberly Williams? Yes, she's Brad Paisley's wife. Oh, okay, okay. Kimberly Williams Paisley. And then who is Mrs. Claus? Come to me. Damn it, where is it? I'm so sorry, guys. Hold on. You guys, you know Kimberly Williams. You didn't watch Father of the Bride? Kimberly Williams Paisley. Okay. Who yeah, did not beautiful. watch Father of the Bride? back in a long time ago that was a good movie oh, so she has like a cameo she's not in it for very long oh my god imdb you are failing me goldie hawn oh. they're married in real life yeah kurt russell yeah and mm-hmm. i well. wish i had known that off the top of my head anyway that one's great um we didn't talk about this one but love actually is like yeah. probably the biggest romantic christmas movie um, I think Hannah Bryant said that one was one of her favorites. I think um, it is too. I have such mixed feelings on Love Actually. I do too. There's a lot of like weird things that like weird relationships in that movie, which like mm-hmm. that's I guess that's kind of the point is that, you know, I, I watched it recently also and um, I just did like a romantic comedy movie, holiday movie binge. <laughs> but um, that one is like the point of the movie is that love is all around um in all different forms, mm-hmm. but there, that movie definitely has a lot of like really odd relationship things that happen. Right. That... Andrew Lincoln's character is so creepy. Who's that? He's the one that um, he's like in love with uh, Kira Knightley. Oh, he's like yeah. best friend's wife, yes. and he's like 
such an asshole to her, but it's because he likes her and he like comes to her house and he's like, mm-hmm. say it's Christmas carolers with all the signs. Like, I know it's like a very iconic scene in that movie, but it's just kind of creepy. But I saw that movie again. I saw that for the first time last year and it came out in like the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. I think maybe just our standards have changed on like what we want in a movie. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I would have liked it more if I had seen it years ago. I don't mm-hmm. know, but it is a very, very well liked well, the one Christmas that movie. is the relationship with Alan Rickman and his wife. Emma Thompson. Oh, it's so sad. Yeah, and he's, like, not really. He's, like, emotionally cheating on her, kind of. Like, he buys the receptionist a Christmas gift. A nice gift. gift. And she, she thinks it's it. hers. Yeah, that's and like, oh, God. It just makes me so sad. Like, it, it makes me very me so sad. sad. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love the storyline with the little boy. Yes. And, like, the, the girl that he has a crush on. That one's cute. Yes, I love that one. That's probably my favorite. In that whole movie. All the, and yeah, that movie has like, what, like 10 different storylines that all are kind of connected. Like, they yes. all know each other. And then there's a few movies like that, like Valentine's Day. Yes. Um, I was just trying to think of that one. And I think there's another one where it's like all there's these like 10 different. Characters. He's just not that into you is one of those yes. two. Oh, love that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but these movies, you know, Christmas time, there's so many different movies out there, but the romantic comedy ones are some of my favorites. And I think it's, yeah, just the combination of just the feel good and then the Christmas time um, is why I love them so much. Plus, Christmas is just such a good time to be in love. Like, mm-hmm. you just recognize, you know, what's important to you and yeah. how, how, like, special it is to be mm-hmm. with somebody or with your family. You know, my favorite part of this time of year regarding love is all the engagements. Yep. And I'm always rooting for you guys out there that are waiting for that ring. <laughs> I am always looking on social media after Christmas and I'm like, okay, who's engaged? Who do I need to congratulate? Yeah. And I also got engaged the day after Christmas. This is a really funny side story real quick. So my husband at the time, boyfriend, wanted to propose to me on Christmas Day, as cliche as it kind of is, mm-hmm. um, but he couldn't find the ring box. So he hid the ring in the Christmas tree and he told me like a few weeks before, he's like, oh, it's in the tree, go look for it. And it actually was, but I didn't believe him. I'm like, no, it's not. And so he actually, he also kind of forgot where he put it in the tree for a minute, but he found it, of course. But he wanted to actually find the box to put it in to like actually propose. And he couldn't find the box. And we went to his mom's house for Christmas, the day after Christmas. And we get home and he's like, rummaging around the house or the apartment and like looking through all these boxes and I'm like what are you looking for what is going on and he kind of just looks all defeated and he's like I can't find the ring box and I'm like what what what's going on and he eventually found it and that thankfully wasn't the ring that got lost and it was also his grandmother's ring so that would have been really bad regardless if he had lost the ring doesn't matter but anyway this time of year I'm always looking out for who's getting engaged and I always just, it's just such a fun time to get engaged around this time. I know it's cliche, mm-hmm. but I think it's fun. And so That's I'm sweet. rooting for you guys Aww. that are waiting for that ring. I'm rooting for you. <laughs> All right, let's get into our reviews of our movies. So we go on a five-star scale. Unfortunately, we won't get Justin's re- like official review of Holiday in the Wild, but I know I want to watch it. So mm-hmm. I, might, I might go watch that. Well, not tonight because I have plans, but maybe sometime this week I can go watch that movie. Good luck. You have a busy week. Yeah. <laughs> um, Becca, what what would you review uh, while you were sleeping? Um, we're going off star rating. Yes. Uh, I mean, it was my movie to talk about, so I'm going to go with a five. But, I mean, that's based on what it relates to me on. And, again, probably that point of time in my life, having lived in, in and near Chicago and the setting. And, I mean, yes, it's unrealistic 
I'm sure that somebody's going to fall in love and get married to somebody within the same two weeks of each other or right. whatever. I get it. But something so, I want to say pure and, and just that movie to me says don't sweat the small stuff. Like it just is all about family and mm-hmm. love and, and that time of year, this time of year, like what Jamie was saying, not being able to be so excited about the, the gals and guys getting engaged and so forth is great. It goes along with the whole this time of year, I feel like we really need to embrace what is worth. Life is just mm-hmm. too short. Mm-hmm. And so... Tell people how you feel. I mean, yeah, I, it is. It's too short. And, and whether, whatever that means for you, whether it's your family, whether it's your friends, whether it's, you know, you guys as nurses that are listening to this, you might have found a great pod of nurses that you hang mm-hmm. out with um, on assignment because you can't be home for the holidays. So whatever that means to yeah. you, it's embracing those that you love and cherish in your life. And, um, you know, just... As a mom, I have, you know, nothing that's perfect as far as with your kids, even when they get older. You're always a mom. I spoke with my youngest son on the phone today, and I said, no matter what happens in life, I'll always be your mom. Whatever that role means Mm -hmm. to you as the stages go, um, that's never going to change. And I feel like family, for sure, friends, if you have have a faith or whatever that means to you, those are the things that I I feel are the most important all of the time. But this time of year um, especially is because so many people don't have – those things and and sadly it's it's unfortunate and so if you do we're blessed beyond what we know um you know first world problems type of a thing and i feel like we really it's it's time to kind of buckle down and realize what we have in life and embrace it and tell the people that are around you don't let it go without being said that you love them and you care about them i think that's it it just resonates with people everybody loves hearing i love you that's a line from friends so (laughs) (laughs) do it guys this is a great time of year to get with your families and and uh and snuggle and really kind of tell them how much you love them reconnect with somebody maybe you had a falling out with and and Mm -hmm. so forth too so yeah that's my review of five stars for while you were sleeping that was very sweet that 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 got me in the feels something that also kind of um, resonated with me about that movie while you were sleeping was that um like basically the second that the family that the man's family like thought or knew that they were engaged they like literally didn't even know her they didn't know that he was like seeing anybody obviously like you know he actually Bartlett was Bacon. right <laughs> actually not but um they welcomed her with open arms invited her to all the family like holiday stuff like mm-hmm. it was like just an immediate like your family we love you yes um like come celebrate with us no like we it wasn't like we need to get to know you before we invite you to things they were like no come on your family mm-hmm. um so that kind of like resonated with me as far as like welcoming people that aren't necessarily family to your holiday celebrations. I love that. Yes. And um, like considering the people that don't, that aren't as lucky. Yep. um, And like don't necessarily have somebody to celebrate with, especially like our travelers who are, might be on their own for the holidays Mm -hmm. and like um, reaching out to those people and celebrating with them. Yeah. 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 Invite somebody over to your house. Maybe take the upper challenge that you wouldn't normally Mm-hmm. have over somebody that maybe you see every day that you know doesn't have him. I, I love that idea mm-hmm. yeah. for Christmas or have them in for a little Super party sweet. or give them a stocking or whatever. Mm-hmm. What would you rate the holiday? Would you give it a five? Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like 100%. <laughs> everything about it is amazing. Um, I look forward to watching it all year. It's just the cutest, cutest movie. It is great. The cutest movie ever. And I just like heart eyes for Jude Law forever and ever. Amen. <laughs> all right. Well, 
Thank you, ladies, for joining thank us. Thank you, Jamie, for thank having you. us. Of course. Yeah, and thank you, Justin, as well, if you're if you're listening. His thank movie you. sounds good. There's it a does. challenge. I'm yeah. going to watch that. It is good. Guys, if you have an off day, um, and by I don't mean off days and, you know, not a good day, an off day as in you're not working, maybe give one of these movies a watch. Um, feel good, especially if you are on your own this holiday season. Watch one of these feel-good movies. You know, get yourself into the Christmas spirit with, you know, maybe some Baileys or wine or maybe just hot chocolate if you're traditional. Or, you know, mix them together. I don't know. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> Eggnog. Eggnog, yeah. Um, oh, that reminds me. I want to go buy some. I am not a fan. It, no? No. I think well, it's weird. You know? I don't know. Teach their own. I'm um, all about hot toddies, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, guys, uh, thanks for listening. Look out for some of our other Christmas-themed episodes coming this month. But until then, keep on streaming. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Atlas Now Streaming. Let us know in the comments what you're watching and if you think we should give it a review. Until next time, keep streaming.